Get ready for the Girls on Games podcast, your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 428, and it, the festive fun times are here. We're going to be talking about games with the holiday themes. But before any of that, <laughs> the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer just leaked, <laughs> and we just saw it. Like I like as I was setting up to record. <laughs> Christmas came early. Christmas. Catherine, Joelle, how yeah. you doing? What Hello. Look at the trailer. Ah. <laughs> We're going back to Vice City. Yeah, I love it. Miami setting mm-hmm. with the vibes. I love the I love the sunset and palm trees, you know? It just puts me in a good mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I guess the the protagonists were going for a Bonnie and Clyde sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's neat. Yeah, yeah it it really captured uh, you know, when I was watching the trailer, I was like, I, I feel like I know this place. Like, I I was just there in Miami. <laughs> yeah. It's in Florida. A lot of Florida things. So I thought it was a great trailer for a minute and a half. I mean, they they I thought it was perfect. I'm just like, you know what's coming. We're going to give you a little little taste, little nibble, little uh, carrot. And excited to uh, see more. Yeah, the amount of, like, little, like, obviously people are going to go and, like, comb through this piece by piece, little scene by scene, because it's chocker blocked full of stuff, you know, between, like, the, you know, full cityscape vistas that you're seeing to getting introduced to the lead characters, which it seems like we've got a female protagonist which is mm-hmm. kind of awesome mm-hmm. I, I think they were there was rumors of that yes. um before as well uh i believe she's latina um yeah you know like all the ocean beaches you know the usual stuff that we see uh, i think it was a tom petty song when i was listening to it um there was lots of you know people scuttlebutt on the internet talking about what's it gonna be you know is it gonna be something 80s is it gonna be um, perhaps Pitbull, because people were saying the rumors were about oh, Miami setting yeah. and all that kind of stuff, or maybe DJ Khaled. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, I, I'm like 99% sure it's a Tom Petty song. But uh, if I'm wrong, then, you know, my my years in working in radio failed me. <laughs> <laughs> we won't hold you to it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's, what's clear by the trailer, because like mm-hmm. the original Vice City game, which was, I guess, the equivalent of grand theft auto 4 mm, um yeah because it was three vice city san andreas four which went on the radar no, in five four no four is the big one that kind of opened it up yeah it's san andreas yeah vice okay. city would be maybe f- no that must have been happened in between it was grand theft auto 3 was the first one that was like open world and then because, like, the Grand Theft Autos I played were top-down before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I think, yeah, Vice City was the second one. Like, was after Grand Theft Auto 3. Is it 2002 action-adventure uh, game development? Yeah, okay. Hold on. That one was set yeah, in and the it came, 80s. it came after Grand the Theft Auto one. Yeah. yeah. So, 
what's clear from this trailer is it's set in Vice City, but it's present day because there was a lot of like social media type thing, like Facebook yeah. Lives or yes. TikTok-ish mm-hmm. or sort of thing. It, it looked like, you know, people were streaming stuff from their phone, like on IG, Facebook, TikTok, that kind of stuff. Uh, very YouTube stuff. So I think mm-hmm. it's, if it's going to be a continuation of, I don't think it's going to be a continuation of Vice City. Or if it is, it's going to like be like, hey, your grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently the game isn't releasing until 2025. Yeah. So I kind of anticipated that. 13 years after yeah. Grand Theft Auto yeah. 5, that means. Because I thought, I thought they were going to shadow drop like this year because this year was the 10 year anniversary of GTA 5. Mm. Yeah. I always isn't it another anniversary for them too? Another big one, maybe is Rockstar's company. Anyways, but yeah, I'm not surprised they're waiting till 2025. They're just gonna build this up and build this up and build this up. Um, uh, I'll be lapping the- it up all the way up until release. I think. I, I think. I do think I'm gonna play this. I think. Oh, I'm definitely. I, I'm this. finally going to jump into the Grand Theft Auto franchise. I mean, the chaos <laughs> that this oh, trailer uh, like invokes, like. I saw an alligator twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. One Very man was taking it out of a pool. The other one was breaking into a store. Yeah. Um, I've seen that of, shit on Twitter. Yeah. Lots of uh, chaos. People driving like crazy. Like it looks like a, a, a off-road vehicle. Mud extravaganza in one sp- another spot. Lots of people just doing crazy stuff. The Florida man meme is probably strong yep. with this. Oh, yeah. There was a, a guy in a Speedo, I think, watering his lawn. Yeah. That seems very... I feel like I'm having a flashback. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, uh, people are going to be looking at this, picking this apart for the next few weeks. Um, oh, yeah. I just can't believe it leaked because I was, like, telling everybody tomorrow morning, even my music news crew, I was like, yo, whatever, you know, this is going to be the biggest news story for a little bit. Um, whatever song is in it, uh, is probably going to move up in the charts. Uh, it is. But yeah. So, wow, crazy. I can't believe that. Like, I just jumped on, on, on Twitter <laughs> just before we were doing this podcast. And it's like, boom, here's the trailer. Wow. I, I was doing a little Discord scroll to be like, and every server I'm active in, which is like three, was like, trailer, 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 trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh I was like, okay, I guess, I guess, we know what Grand Theft Auto Six is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sucks for people who had planned to do like live coverage and stuff tomorrow <laughs> yes, morning. Because I know I was listening to Kind of Funny today, and uh, they were like, tomorrow morning we'll be here. We have to get up so early, because obviously West Coast, right? And this is dropping at nine a.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, I guess they don't have to do that now because <laughs> it's already here. <laughs> I mean, it's sad that it got leaked because, like, this benefits no one um, in the yeah. long run. Uh, because I'm, I'm pretty sure they had, like, stuff prepared and planned. Mm. And in the end, you're just ruining somebody's work day. Yep. <laughs> or a few people. Or even because yeah. now they're, yeah. they're scrambling now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there was contingency plans saying, like, in case something happens, they had a game plan. Because, like... It's kind of the way of video game news right now, especially when this is like the hottest ticket in town. This is bigger mm-hmm. than the Game Awards. This is bigger than, you know, t- oh, people yeah. waiting yeah. for Grand Theft Auto 6. What yeah. if Rockstar actually was trying to weed out any sort of like moles 
or double agents through this by saying, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna launch a trailer and we're gonna see if it leaks and then we're gonna see if it comes from the inside." Maybe. I'm sure he did. I'm sure I don't, he did. I don't think it was that nefarious, but I just think on some level. <laughs> that would be really interesting to see yeah. if you have any people that are willing to, to do that. Well, that's a great way to start a podcast, especially when uh, I really thought I was just going to say, hey, by the way, we know the trailer's coming tomorrow, but we record this in advance and we weren't going to get it and we'll just talk about it next week. Uh, but we got it early. So there you go. <laughs> All right, ladies, I'm going to do the housekeeping because uh, uh, we need to get into the normal part of the show. If you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. Hey, shout out to all the folks who uh, shared that they were on. we were on their Spotify wrapped. Yay, That's pretty dope. Yes, yeah. That was so fun to see. Yeah, and I don't know if people know this, but like Spotify does a version of wrapped for your pod. Which is, if you're a podcaster, which is kind of cool. Um, so I pulled that up and some stats. Uh, we made 3.1 thousand minutes of content last year. Oh God damn. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the gift of gab. Let's just say that. Um, United States is our top country. And asterisks here. This is all within the Spotify universe, right? There's, there's mm-hmm. we have different numbers for our individual platforms. Um, we have t- we were up twenty percent in streams, Woo-hoo. and we have twenty three top fans. That means people that uh, have us Yay. as like number one. Uh, we went up four percent in followers and eleven percent in minutes created. So we actually talked more this year than last year. <laughs> I've noticed. To be honest, I've noticed. You I'm pretty noticed. sure Simon, who edits, also noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are t- in the top five of 98 fans, in the top 10 of 141 fans. Uh, our top episode of the year on Spotify was the Nintendo Direct, Hog- Hogwarts Legacy, and more. GOG cast 387. So yeah, thanks everybody. Much appreciate you listening, no matter where you listen, but it's just kind of fun that Spotify puts that together. It becomes like the talk of the town for essentially the day. Yeah. <laughs> Is everybody's wrapped. Um, my personal uh, uh, wrapped was uh, quite interesting too. I ended up having uh, Sleep Token as the top artist. That's oh. a good one to have. Honestly, yeah. I discovered Sleep Token this year and I was like, how have I not been obsessive listening to this band for the past like five years yeah but here here's my top artists okay i don't know how i feel about this this could be good this could be whack sleep talk token is number one number two is limp biscuit (laughs) number three is polyphia number four is the midnight and number five is george michael (laughs) how random you got range (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm trying to see. Apple has one too. If you listen to things on Apple, I I have, um, I have my one on on YouTube oh, Music. Oh yeah, um, YouTube Music did it too. That's right. Ooh, oh, I have a funny yeah. story about that. I I listened to 603 different artists. My top five are Normandy, Yumi at six, Vukovi, Fall Out Boy, and the Arkells. Nice. Oh, nice. So, uh, but uh, sometimes I feel like um, they don't take into account. Like, oh, this is playing music. Stop. We're going to get banned. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't uh, hear it, so I think we're okay. Yeah. Um, I think although sometimes they don't take into account, like, the offline listens. Oh. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. They might not trigger the offline listening. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, my top track was "Awakening" by Normandy, which is a great track. Nice. Yeah. Uh, top five tracks: "Awakening" by Normandy, "Nowhere to Go" by Bad Omens, "Gossip" Ooh. by Mainskin, "Separate Ways" by Eva Under Fire. Oh, it keeps moving. Anyway, um, cool. I really like that it tells me when I like to listen. And apparently yeah. I like to listen, you know, in the evening hour, like a vampire. So I was like, that was cool. <laughs> I, uh, I did the YouTube one too. My Apple music, I didn't have enough data in there, but mm. the YouTube is funny. Okay. Because in the beginning of the year, it was all like kind of follows the same trends of my, uh, Spotify with like sleep token and Polyphia. Cause like, that's when I kind of discovered both of those bands. Cause I know Polyphia mm-hmm. has been around for a while, but Mike just introduced me to him. And then I got a dog. And then from May on, <laughs> all it was was dog cobbing music. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So that's the top on my YouTube because I would just shout at the Google to play that while I leave the house. The dog has something to listen to. Yeah. I think, yeah, because like when I, I listen to a lot of mine when I go to the gym, I always I have to have my music when I'm at the gym. So a lot mm-hmm. of my stuff is skewed because... I don't listen to it as much now that I have to go into the office because I used to play it all when I was at home. But so I don't. Yeah. But then, so most of mine is from the gym. <laughs> well, that's funny. But my number one artist was Dua Lipa. I f- love Dua Lipa. Oh, she's yeah. amazing. She's so good. So good. I just, I get just so pumped. I love Future it nostalgia so is such a great yes. album. So oh, good. it's honestly, and her new track is pretty dope. I've been listening to it as well. Houdini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, waiting for mm-hmm. her next album. That's going to probably drop next year, I would imagine. I have a oh. few albums I'm I'm waiting to drop. Um there's this band Yeah, it's Dead Poet Society. I was like I I feel like I'm just going to steal that from a movie. Uh <laughs> but yeah, they have four tracks out right mm-hmm. now that I've been listening like on repeat for the past two three weeks um and their album's coming out in january and i'm just like give it to me now (laughs) um if you're like me an elder millennial that never grew out of their emo phase that grew up listening to shit like nirvana and bush and like transition into like fallout boy and um system of a down and whatnot they're like an alternative rock band um i could just try yeah, I would dis- how would I describe them? They they they're the right amount of catchy versus good riffs. I don't know. I like them. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like them. Nice. Between Continuing. that, I listen to Dua Lipa and K-pop, so my <laughs> shit is all over. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually surprised no K-pop made it up at the top of my list. Um, to continue our housekeeping, I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy the show and you want to get merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. Ladies, um, a long intro lead in. Uh, what have you been at this week, Kat? Um, man, today there was a lot of snow. Yeah, and I did not a snowstorm. I got like 30 to 40 centimeters. I did Ooh. not shovel it. Yay. <laughs> Defaulted. Because uh, usually it's my job. I do most of the shoveling because I enjoy it. Um, but I decided my back is good now. Yeah, I don't, don't want it. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, not gonna tempt fate for that. But yeah, just like been crazy. My physiotherapist had to cancel. Uh, I was supposed to see him today. He said he was sick. I was like, I was going to ask if you could make it just because of like the sheer amount of snow because he comes to me, right? Mm-hmm. So I was going to text him being like, yeah, don't feel like you need to come in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're doing better? I am. Good. I am. Um, I'm hoping to get good news. I'm seeing him Friday now. Um, hoping to get good news. I'm going to ask him to translate into normal speak my IRM results, like the whole skedaddle, um, so that I understand what happened. And and next week I'm meeting with uh, the kinesiology team I've been working with to get a workout program. So, yeah, uh, this week I'm trying to go into the office twice a week. Because um, I am, uh, I ran, well, I was on a special, like, can I work from home because I'm sick, because I'm fucked up my back sort of thing. So mm-hmm. this week I'm trying to go twice a week um, for myself. Basically, I gave that to myself because I need to leave the house more and move more um, and get back to a sense of normalcy. Uh, but also with the holidays coming up, there's event at work and shit like that, so... Do you have a There's holiday event coming up for work? Friday, but I am 50-50 on if I'm going. Okay. I, might, I might go if I can. Because last year I went, but I walked back in two. It's like a 30-minute walk from my house to this mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I can do the whole thing this week, this year, honestly. Yeah. So I'll see if I can if I can bum a ride off of like a colleague that lives in my area-ish that's going to drive there. Mm-hmm. I might do it. Or do one of the trips in taxi because I do get a reimbursement of like 20 bucks for a taxi ride from the company. So I'll see. I'll see the day of because I'm, okay. I'm also doing see if I because the thing is always like energy. I'm, now it's like not so much to pain as I'm always fucking tired. Um, still dealing with a lot of like just being tired. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Because of that, I've been keeping pretty quiet but at least i'm at a point where now i do what i need to do like i do the cleaning i do the cooking i go grocery shopping of course that guy comes with me because i'm not i can't bring that shit home alone mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah i'm at least i'm at that point i think like i'm hoping that come 2024 i won't have any more sim- lingering sy- symptoms because mm-hmm. I still can't feel most of my part of my thigh. Oh, so yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and not being able to walk on my tippy toes. Yeah, that's oh. weird. Shua, what have you been up to this week? You got uh, work holiday things? You know, it's so. In- so I started this new company and I did ask, like, uh, right before Thanksgiving, I, you know, I was like, oh, are there any, like, holiday gatherings and stuff? No. The answer was just like no, so I don't. <laughs> we're not having any. I don't know. We so there's no holiday gatherings at the company I work for. Okay, uh, I know. I'm like, all right. I guess uh, sounds good. <laughs> they kind of. I think what happened is they did do a few things 
and then it was it was kind of starting to shift and get smaller and smaller um, before COVID, because mm-hmm. um, you know everyone was in the office, so they would do like certain certain events, and then it just got smaller. And then after COVID, they kept kind of stopped doing most of that. So I don't know if it'll pick up like again, maybe next year. I don't know, but for this year, they're like, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything. Not not even a little like happy hour type situation nothing wow zero Mm. so i was like oh i mean it would be kind of nice because then you could just get to meet some people but i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people just take off like the like the full week before i think a lot of people are gone so Mm. and they don't want to spend time but anyway Mm. so i don't i don't know and i'm in the engineering department now at work and i yeah just like Social connections doesn't seem to be high on the priority list in that uh, in that okay. field, which is fine. But you know, just with just with the engineers, and they you know wanna do their shit and leave. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine by me. Uh, so nothing like that. Uh, I uh, had a day of like kind of pampering on Friday. I got my hair did. I I got my hair did. And then I got my nails did. And <laughs> do you have holiday nails? Uh, no, I tried uh, the dip dip nails. I've oh, never yeah? t- tried the dip before, and um, it was really strange having her put it on because they just like you know they they put a base coat on and then they just dip your nail in this powder. Yeah. But she did it like four times, and I thought, oh my gosh, like what is like this gonna look like when it's all over? And it, they look pretty good. She said that because I like my nails shorter, that I should do the dip. And I was like, well, I'll do whatever. I was like, I don't So care. it's a powder that cooks and then becomes like a lacquer? It doesn't cook. It just, she, it, it, I didn't have to go under any light. She just, she, she puts a, 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 a coat on of like clear, I don't know what it is, of clear yeah. coat. And then she dips it in the pot of powder and then I, like, dry it for a hot second, and then she just goes back over and, like, gets it wet and dips it back in into the color. And then at the end, she um, she puts a top coat on, and then I sit there for, like, five minutes, and it hardens, and then she files it. And then she puts, like, a gel top coat on, and I have to sit there for ten minutes, and it and it hardens that. But they look they look like I have gel nails. I just could I couldn't mm. believe it. I'm like these are going to look busted like when this is all done, but they look really nice. Trust so, the process. I know I was yeah. like I, I was like <laughs> and she didn't like clean my nails or shape them really. Like she waited until they were like done. And I was like, "Well, all right." I mean, I just yeah, I wasn't I was like, "Don't say anything." Like she knows what she's doing. So I was like, all so right, she we'll she colors them and then she like cuts and files and yeah. shapes them. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, uh, she says that these are more these are better for shorter nails because they can they take they can take maybe a bit of like the the beating of, of shorter nails. And so I was like, I was like, all right. So I don't know. I've we'll see how long these last because usually gels last me like a week and a half or something. They don't last very long. Really. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I use the biogel, and mine are fairly long, too. Yeah. And it, uh, I, they last, and they grow out more so than that, except for that one that I ripped off that day, because dog. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I went and did this, a similar thing last, uh, 
Was it Wednesday or Thursday night? I don't even remember now. I think it was Wednesday I went because they really needed to be done. Um, and now Mike switched his shifts so that he's like Tuesday or uh, off Fridays and Saturdays. So and I usually go on Saturdays and they're not open on Sundays. So it's kind of hard to get in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I love going to get my nails done. I yeah. Especially pedicures. Oh my God. Oh, Except yeah. I'm ticklish. Mine yes. are super long, right? This is long for me right now. I need to cut them before I leave the office. <laughs> yeah, those are real talons there, cat. <laughs> I know. I I hate it when I type and it like click, click, clicks. That's oh, why I have a mechanical yeah. keyboard. I yeah. can't do the stupid Mac flat one anymore. Oh, yeah. I, it's terrible. I'm a sh- short nail girly. No, I can't. Yeah. I just... Yo, there was this lady at the gym and like she was on the treadmill next to me and... Like, she just had the most pretentious nail clack <laughs> on her phone. And, like, I could hear it through my headphones because I wear buds. And she just was, like, just, like... Clickety, 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 clack. Like this. I, I just was... I almost... <laughs> I had to move. I was, like, I cannot stand next to you and, like, you do this on your phone at on the treadmill. I was just, like, ah. <laughs> At work, it's funny because, like, depending on the type of clickety clack, I can tell if it's somebody with a with like a bomb set of nails or somebody with a mechanical keyboard or both. Oh yeah, oh my god, or both. No, no, I've seen like there's a girl on the character art team has like her set up with like her her like keyboard and her her Wacom and everything, and she's like got that gamer setup and like the. But she also has like a bomb ass set of nails, and it's oh. just like clickety clack. No matter what happens, <laughs> I can't. I just, I just can't do anything with like longer nails. Like get in the way, and I don't. I just, I don't like. I don't like long. I just don't. Yeah, like you got to get used to it. That's for sure. Because I, I find that like, I really know when it's harder to type and harder to type on my phone. Then it's when I'm like, okay, I need to get them done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have our holiday Christmas party tomorrow, but Belle doesn't really do a Christmas party. Belle's also dry. So what we do, um, as a team is we have the annual I Heart Holiday Bake Off. (laughs) (laughs) Where, um, team, everybody, it's, it's a competition. There are certificates to be won. It gets a little cutthroat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the team brings in baked goods and, we eat at lunchtime and then all sugar crash in the afternoon. Oh. And uh, then we're going to go out and just do drinks afterwards. I am, uh, I call myself Switzerland or the facilitator because mm. <laughs> uh, I bring the drinks and the plates and stuff. And uh, in case anybody needs help, because people are not supposed to know who made what for the judges, because we'll have some people are judging, other mm-hmm. people are bringing in their stuff. Um, so yeah, I think there's like eight or nine people baking tomorrow. Oh. So it's going to be lots of sugar. Um oh. <laughs> <laughs> that we, sounds yeah not fun. we have our, our potluck next week like this week is like the company party next week is like my project doing like a potluck mm-hmm. and um i saw the excel of like what everybody's bringing mm-hmm. um we're also gonna have a major like food coma and sugar rush yeah like no wonder they booked off the whole afternoon for activities i'm like is activities a nap <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, we. I have meetings like right after, and one of them is oh. sprint review. <laughs> and I'm like, Ew. they tried to book the sprint review during the holiday bake off, and I said, nope. <laughs> and then they booked it right after. I'm like, guys, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck. I just have to sit there and say yay or nay or ask questions. But Ugh. yeah. 
Um, let's talk about what everybody's been playing. Actually, no, podcast fantasy critic. <laughs> I'm forgetting that that even exists now. Are we done? We've got to be done. Yeah, all games no. are out now. No, Avatar's not out. Avatar's Avatar, not out. Avatar's not out yet. Does anybody in our group have that? Yes, Cat has that. Cat has okay, it. So <laughs> I'm pretty not sure somebody yet. grabbed it in the in the yeah. community league as well. Yeah, average games done too quick. That is Alabama. Okay, I'm we'll really that. interested to see how that goes. Mm. I'm like yeah. 50-50 on it actually like huh. being decent or bombing. <laughs> okay. Mm. I want it to be, like, it looks good. I also, it's first person, I think, for the majority of the traversal. But then when yeah. you get on your mount, it becomes third person. But I I don't know. I think if I was a Navi, I think I would just be puking the whole time. I'm from... just not interested in Avatar anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't, the I'm movie not... or the game. Or I've anything. never I been a fan of the franchise. Yeah. I think, like, Here. <laughs> like yeah. in terms of game, I don't think it's going to be a bad game. But it's like... No. In terms of like how the franchise and the hype, mm. um, oh, I had a spot, so I grabbed it. Yeah, well, that, but well, that's different. That's yeah, like, that, no. yeah, that's different. You're just we're also playing a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, what have you all been playing, Catherine? Sea of Stars. How to go? Uh, I finished it. Yeah. I am sad. It's over. You're hung over uh, from it and you're like, I don't know now. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I think I want to play it again one day. I think it's the kind mm. of game that I might play through again. Ooh. It was you definitely. Know they might have DLC or something in the future. I hope so. I mean, it only came out this year. So, like, you okay, never know. well, not to spoil, but like, you know, when you see the ending credits or like the ending scenes, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it says the end question mark yeah Um, yeah so i'm like i get it you're still gonna build on this universe and your next game is the next game gonna be like a an ode to chrono cross and final fantasy 6 and secrets of mana rpg like they did for this one maybe not because the first one was a ninja gaiden love story right yeah the side scroller with the 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 rewind mechanics and whatever the time traveling so who knows what their next uh pixel um, nostalgia type game is going to be, but is it if it's sabotage? something, yeah, sabotage yeah. in Quebec. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely loved it. Loved yeah. the soundtrack. Everything mm-hmm. Ugh, soundtrack was bomb. Um, yeah. Adding it to like my pool of video game soundtracks to focus <laughs> when I work. Um, if ever I take a break from my emo music, um, but yeah, so I. Finished it, and then I was going to start Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I was like, nope, psych! And I started Mirage instead. <laughs> How's that going? I'm only, like, two, three hours in. Like, I did the tutorial, the intro. I'm at the point where I, I'm finally in the open world. Like, you show up in Baghdad, and they're like, come see us at the bureau. And then I already got distracted by fucking five, five different things. Um, just walking in, there's like... A mystery there. Somebody talked there. I'm already. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I said I would focus and play through this game. Like, I'm already going for secrets. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, the only thing I I, I want to say is I've had the same gripe with like Valhalla. 
the acting is very uneven. Mm. Like, especially, I don't know if it's because of the tutorial and I'm not far enough in the game, mm. but especially, like, not the main people, you know, or the main cinematics or stuff like that. It's just, like, when you walk up to somebody, you know, like, in the uh, camp, you can just kind of, like, talk to people, get a sense of the what's what what's going on, and when you're in the city as well, you can talk to merchants and whatever. These mm. conversations are some of them like and the actor who plays Basim is good so it's like normal conversation normal conversation normal conversation NPC answers and it's like yes of course we are having a conversation Uh, let me tell you that the person you are looking for must be in their office talking to this emissary from Baghdad up there thank you Basim have a great day (laughs) 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 like I'm i but that's, like, one of the problems I have, like, with just, like, a lot of AAA games mm. is, like, some you can tell where they cut the corners sometimes mm. or where, you know, where the, the pool of talent suddenly got really shallow or budget. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm actually thinking, considering, um, because I, I, like, when I played Valhalla, I didn't like the actress who did female Eivor and I kind of switched to male Eivor and I was like, you're slightly, you're less annoying. Like for me, like subjectively, I find you passable. So I'll play. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm playing with the idea of maybe just playing the game in Arabic and just oh, having English subtitles. English Try it. Ooh, See what it's like. Exciting. Yeah. Because, yeah, because like all these games, right. Mm. They're set in these places. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for the past, since the pandemic, I got into international dramas, right? Mm-hmm. From everywhere, mostly Asia. So I have yeah. haven't actually understood the audio and what, what I consume in a fucking long time. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know if that could add a layer of, if the acting is bad, I won't notice. But also maybe the actors are just better. So I'll add a certain level of authenticity. In a interesting way to have immersion. Exactly. And also I have a colleague who's Egyptian. He said he played this entire game in Arabic. And he said it was the first time he could do that with a AAA game. And he was like, this is the best. So I'm like, it's just like usually like was like the first like Assassin's Creed origin wasn't in Arabic. Uh, I don't think Odyssey was done in Greek. I don't think so. So you end up just playing these games like in English or in French or whatever. They'll throw uh, in a word here or there. Yeah, yeah. And I know like, you know, they do the the standard languages, like the most spoken mm-hmm. languages, like one version of English, one version of French, one version of Spanish, mm-hmm. one version of Russian, and then like Japanese, uh, standard Mandarin, and, you know, like the same list of Mm-hmm. And for this one, they actually added Arabic, which is like the language spoken in the setting. I know like it's also Arabic is also a standardized language, you know, mm-hmm. like this is set in um, in Iraq, Iraq or Iran. I don't remember. It's been I a am, while since I played. I am bad with geography. It is in Iraq. Thank you. Um, but you know, like in this area, you just don't like ethnically you have like Persians and 
Kurdish yes. people mm-hmm. and they you know they speak their dialects like I yes. understand that also Arabic is going to be like a standardized blanket but I don't know I might fuck around and just change the audio yeah. I bet you can do it just for like an hour or so see how you're feeling mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Like and just maybe yeah because there's already like what they do a lot with like Assassin's Creed also is they'll have that language but just in the background like the background mm-hmm. characters might speak mm-hmm. like uh, Greek or Arabic or whatever but like the main stuff, they'll just speak with their accent, um, but in English. Um, so I don't know. I might just turn on the. All I do is read subtitles anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll see. Sounds I'll cool. see. I, I cool. might try it, but I, I'm also like only like in the first three hours, so maybe it was just a problem with the first area. Maybe. Where they did get. I didn't notice right. it too much, but then again, maybe. I kind of just powered through. And maybe it's like, a me problem. I don't usually go and talk to all the different side characters. There's that probably, probably yeah. because the actual like main characters, yeah, like you know Bessim, Rashad, and everybody else are going to talk to around like and the bad guys and yeah. the good guys. Like anybody that has like decent screen time is good. Like I'm really talking about like some random merchant mm. or some random apprentice in the assassins camp. Like it was really it. That's I really noticed how uneven it was between interaction. Mm. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe it was a problem also in previous Assassin's Creed and I didn't notice. Or got so good that you, the the comparison is so extreme. Joelle. How what do you play? You know, it's taking me way longer to play a 10-hour game than it does to take me a 40-hour game. Look, don't, don't, because, like, I'm in a similar boat now, so, like, it's okay. It takes the time it takes, all right? I'm still playing uh, Keenan Bridge of Spirits. I think, though, too, I took a little bit of a break, and I did some reading, like, um, in a book. (laughs) Physical book? Physical book. Uh, Yeah, I did that because I had some uh, things to... I'm in a book club, so I had to, like, read a book, and I sat down one day and... I had 250 pages left, and by the time it got good, I was halfway through, and I thought, well, I'll just keep reading, and I ended up reading, like, the whole book in a day. <laughs> but I was just like, I guess this is what I did with my day today. I read a whole book. Uh, so, yeah, so we're getting through uh, Kina, and then um, I, I don't really know what I'm going to do um, after that. But, yeah, still, so we're through Kina. Um, yeah, apparently average to, to beat it is 10 hours, and I'm on hour seven so i don't i don't think i'll be too far above uh 10 hours so yeah cool yeah i'm trying i'm trying to get through super mario rpg and Mm -hmm. it's a similar situation where i feel like it's taking me but i'm just playing it in like short spurts yeah yeah you know like i there's so many other things going on like i took friday off to do the christmas decorations with mike and uh you know that just eats into your time and like Mm -hmm. there's only so many hours in a day when i can play at least it's on switch so i can pick it up and put it down and kind of like kind of save kind of scam save at the same time because you can just put the thing to sleep and keep it on the charger and you're good yep just hope for the best yep um but yeah i there are so many games like vying for my time right now that Mm -hmm. i want to play but i'm just like no i need to finish a game (laughs) and some game a lot of games that i played have no end Right, City Skylines sure. has no end, right? Oh, so it's yeah. like, I, yeah. So I'm like, I need to finish this game because I want to play Coral Island. I want to play Persona Five Tactica. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go back to Minecraft. Yeah, there's just there's too, too many games. Yeah, 
Cool. Um, ladies, are you ready to go for Walk Down Memory Card Lane? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. All right. Each week, the team will have to guess a historical game that would have been would have released during the time of this episode's airing. Um, Asterix, in December, that's getting really hard, okay? So <laughs> let's just say it had to release in December, all right, for the next few weeks? Yes? Okay, good. Thank you. Maybe a little bit of January? Okay, thank you. Um, we will start with its release date, and then I will give hints about the game, and the team will attempt to guess what it is. As always, ladies, talk out loud. Um, discuss amongst yourselves. Tell me when you want the next hint. This game released on December 1st of 2015. December 1st, 2015. 2015. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. Oh, okay. That would be... I think that would still be PS4. Or, yeah, 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 still PS4. PS4. Like, that year, what was there that year? At the end of the year. Forza. There was a Forza Motorsports? It's not Forza. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. That, we already did Assassin's we Creed did. this year. Yeah. I was going to do another one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just crying, like going through, a, trying to remember the games I was playing in 2015. I'm ready for the next one. Okay, yeah. it came out on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. All at once. Okay, so it's not... Possibly an indie title. Flight Simulator? Nope. <laughs> I think that's a Microsoft only title. Is it only? Is it only Microsoft? Because yeah. the, oh, la- okay. the latest one, they made a big deal about it being like, oh, you're like right. PC and Xbox, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it was PC only before, and people like made their like homemade cockpits. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that only came out last year, I think. Or was it in 2020 when the console came out? It was with the console. Yeah. Or soon after the console Soon, soon after, but they already announced, like, the next one. Yeah. Uh, Do you want another hint? Yeah, I don't. I don't okay. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted, and now I it's lost okay. <laughs> we went. We went down a rabbit hole. It is known for its advanced environmental destruction mechanic, or mechanics. Destruction? Is advanced it? environmental destruction mechanics rainbow six siege yes ma'am you got oh it. <laughs> wow. I, I, no joke it, i was just going to say rainbow six <laughs> the rest of the hints were is a tactical shooter that emphasizes strategy and team play it features a diverse cast of operators each with unique abilities and gadgets primary game modes include bomb hostage and secure area a variety of map uh, a variety of maps set in different locations around the world maps are designed to be highly interactive allowing players to reshape the environment to their advantage and if you hadn't gotten it by that point i had it's gained popularity as an esports title <laughs> big, big, old, big old lob at the end just honestly the diverse cast of operators of <laughs> i would have gotten it by then yeah exactly yeah. But yeah, i, I was just tra- i, I was trying to remember when- like what yeah. other games besides Rainbow? But I thought Rainbow came out in 2016. But apparently, yeah. I remember wrong. Catherine, do you remember when we went to that esports bar and they were doing a Rainbow Six Siege thing and they were doing a giveaway and it was like all of us in our GOG extended family and um, Mike Mike 
was like they had this contest going with a social media contest and whoever got the most like retweets or follows or something like that on their thing would win a console <laughs> and we all like boosted mics <laughs> yes! and he won the console Aww. i remember i remember <laughs> we're like everybody we know share this <laughs> oh my That's gosh that was huge. fun oh i oh I was so cool you really dip it into these first person shooters this one I felt like like it wasn't Call of Duty was one thing, but like this one I feel like was a moment in time for GOG too for a certain extent mm-hmm. because yeah. of like this is one of the ones that Cat and I were were you know we were you working at Bell at that time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we were. I mean, I left kind of really in the thick of the GOG stuff and and at all the Ubisoft events. Yeah, twenty fifteen is the year I left Bell. So okay, so it would have been you would have left Bell just before, yeah. But still, you weren't working at Ubisoft at that time. No, no, no. I started in twenty seventeen. Yeah. All right. It's been, well, it's been a hot minute. It is. It's crazy. My God, we're going to twenty twenty four in a matter of days. All right. As we mentioned, uh, festive fun times are here. We're going to be talking about games with holiday themes or holiday settings because. It's December, and it's the thing to do, right? And we will get into that right after this break. And we're back. It's time for Topic of the Week. It's festive. It's holiday. It's Christmas. Games happen during this time, and sometimes they're based around the holiday. So we're here to talk about it because, guys, I'm not going to lie. When I started thinking about this and looking through and researching and stuff, I was like, Damn. There's a lot more games with holiday settings and holiday themes that I even anticipated. Because when I brought it up, I was like, maybe there's like moments like an Animal Crossing, like calendar year stuff where they call it like a festive season or holiday season. Or what do they call it in Animal Crossing? Like present time or something? I don't know. It's something pretty random. But anyways, I thought it'd be kind of cool for us to chat through some of our favorite video games or games that we know that have holiday festive themes. Um... Cat, you want to kick it off? Anything, anything you comes to mind when you talk about Christmas and video games? Uh, what was I gotta, I gotta figure out the name. Feast of Winter Vale. Okay, yes. When I played World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. the Christmas festival, I remember really enjoying that. Um, and it was yeah, it was an in-game event. You could get. Um, special mounts, um, the whole, like, every capital city was, like, had trees, Christmas trees and lights. I mean, it wasn't as Christmas, but, like, pine trees. Um, and yeah, for just, like, the whole, I don't know, three, four weeks that was live, it was just, like, very festive and wintry everywhere in World of Warcraft. And because I played a lot of that game when I was in school, like, when I was in uh, <clears throat> university, mm-hmm. um, I uh, winter break, so I often played a shit ton of games. Um, and one of them was World of Warcraft, because what else? I was basically burnt out from the semester, semester full of turkey, just mm-hmm. kind of crashed on my computer enjoy that but it's been i haven't played world of warcraft in years but it's kind of like one of the first thing that kind of like popped into my head cool joelle how about how about you you know for me i feel like a lot of times <clears throat> video games 
was central to family gatherings, you know? Mm. Like, we didn't maybe see each other all that often uh, during the year, but then, like, when we did, like, we'd always kind of want to, you know, eat, and then for the kids, like, we'd want to leave all the adults to their adult things, and then we always want to go and, like, just play games, play video games, and I feel like some of the you know, kind of classic games come to mind. You know, the really, really festive ones, uh, like Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that... So festive. Fatality. We we would sneakily (laughs) turn the blood on because we weren't allowed to. Um, And that's just kind of morphed into, like, you know, the Wii games. Um, So kind of any of those, uh, like, party kind of group games, like, really come to mind, like, for me as, like, (laughs) classic Christmas uh, games because those are the ones I remember, like, playing with my family and my cousins and things like that. Also, I don't exactly know why I do this, but I actually really enjoy, like, watching a playthrough of the Home Alone SNES game. Like I forgot that game existed. It sure does, and it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Because <laughs> I, I watched both of them, well, one and two, because that's all that really exists in my mind. Um, <laughs> in my timeline, it's only one and two. Uh, I watched those the other day, but I didn't, like, I had no idea there was a, a, a video game for the longest time. I didn't, like, it never showed up in my, like, my area, like, at my Blockbuster or anything to rent. No, I it didn't. I don't think I ever played it, but it is, it is just it's bad, but it's just so <laughs> wonderful bad. It's 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 just deliciously bizarre and and fun with scenes from the movie and you know it, it's not it's not long. Um, so if you want to just like watch a playthrough as you're, you know, do, doing whatever holiday thing you're doing, um, I just I just think it's so fun to just go back and watch the game. <laughs> there's a uh game that i was brought to my attention i believe i played it in 2020 um it's called santa craft and it's like yeah it's like well it's a pc game i don't know if it ever came out for any other consoles but yeah it's like a it's it's like a little mini stardew valley but no like farming or anything in it but you have to go and like find and craft and build all these things and help santa and whatever else and uh I really enjoyed it as just like a cutesy little, you know, holiday game. Like, how often do you get a game that's like? And I went. Remember when we did the 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 marijuana episode yes. and we went through Steam and all the stuff. Yes. And like, I went through Steam and looked at stuff, and I was like, yeah, this all kind of looks like shovelware. <laughs> <laughs> but this one's not. This one's really cute. And uh, yeah, if you wanna, it's not super long. So if you wanna. A cute little holiday PC game that you're into the crafting stuff like I am. Uh, try try Santa Craft. Um, ladies, there's like an absolute ton of games that actually have or are set during Christmas time. And like to the point where like when I was going through this, I was like, holy crap, I didn't even remember that. Um, of course, Dead Rising 4. Uh, Kat brings me back to when we did the, uh, the, uh, Xbox all for one thing and Ellie and I were singing and rewrote, rewrote the words to, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas to, uh, around Dead Rising 4, which was yeah, lots of fun. It was hilarious. It's, it's yeah. on YouTube somewhere. Probably yeah. on our YouTube. Yeah. No, it's on the Xbox YouTube somewhere. 
I'll have to go and steal it. Maybe Simon can insert it here. Cat <laughs> will probably find it somewhere to put in the show notes. Um, Batman Arkham Origins takes place at Christmas time, which I totally forgot. That game, um, I, I have a love-hate relationship with that game because uh, there's this one boss in it. I can't even remember which one it is now, but it was so frustratingly hard. It was driving me bananas because it has that like dodge parry stuff oh. that's like so oh. Soulsborn thing. And yeah. I can't, I can't, I yeah. just can't. I handed the controller to Mike. I was like, just do it. Get me past this part, please. I just want to go sneaky, sneaky. Um, Tom Clancy's The Division. I did not realize that takes Black place. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the it's a, a virus that got spread during through dollar bills during Black Friday. Oh, wow. wow. What a plot. Yeah. yeah. And then Division 2 came out somewhere around, like, COVID. And <laughs> it's just, like, oh, <laughs> awkward. Yeah. No, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Division 2. That's right. That came la- later. But that yeah. was in a different city in a different time, but, like, the similar, like, still the same It's the same post-apocalyptic yeah. setting of a plague that destroyed, like, most of the cities. So, I yeah. yeah. I think one's in New York, one's in Washington. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man Miles Morales also takes place at Christmas time. That's that that is great. Like I yeah. I kind of forgot that that is actually centered around that that holiday. But like, yes, I think like if you're gonna if you like want to play a Christmas game, like I think that should be it. It's so, <laughs> it's so I I have it installed and I never launched it. I I should play it during yeah. my holiday break. Yeah. yeah, it's a great one. Especially, like, because obviously a lot of people are going to be playing Spider-Man 2 this holiday season, yes. right? Getting that mm-hmm. in their stockings and things like oh, that yeah. as present. Um, but yeah, and this is this is the lead up to, it kind of sits in between 1 and, and Spider-Man 2. Yes. And uh, you will obviously get some story beats and stuff. You don't have to play it, but, like, you're definitely going to get some story beats oh, uh, in the lead up to Spider-Man good. 2. Oh, good. It's, it's so good. It's, so it's not good. like I can play Spider-Man 2 anytime soon. That's true. <laughs> yeah. well. And it's short. It's, it's not very long. Yeah, it's like 20 hours maybe? Oh, if that. It's Really? Or maybe it's like 10, 15? I, think it's I don't ten, know. I think like if you want to just, if you want to just go on story mode and blast through, I'm guessing it's going to, well, let me Google, but I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, 10 to, 10 to 12. It's not long. So mm. you can definitely do it over a break. Yeah, um, I probably did 20 hours because I was just scooting around the city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going after suits and stuff. Uh, Kat, do you remember Hato F- Full Boyfriend? Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> there was a holiday DLC called Holiday Star. I mean, the main game was already like a mindfuck. <laughs> what does the DLC have? I don't know. I just looked it up and it said it's based around the holiday season. I was like, okay. I remember this game of dating pigeons. You, know, you <laughs> being the, the last human in the world of all pigeons all and birds. Pigeons. Dating simulators are weird. <laughs> um, Joelle, I know you're a Bayonetta fan. Did you play Bayonetta 2? I did. And I when I saw it on the list, I was trying to remember. It is around Christmas time. It starts at Christmas. She's like Christmas shopping yes, or something? Yes. I, I yeah. totally forgot because you get transported, you know, to a different kind of alternate universe. Not spoiling, but it's just like, it, it's, 
yeah, it doesn't like take place in. The, if you know anything about the series, like it doesn't ever really take place like on Earth. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, the it starts where she's Christmas shopping and aliens come and disrupt her festivities. Um, that's a great fight. Attitude was great. That was a that was a fun bayonetta when bayonetta was fun. <laughs> Not salty. No salt. Not salty. No salt. Not salty. at all. Um, of course, you got to talk about like levels because there's always like winter levels and things like that. Um, Super Mario Odyssey has a snow kingdom, mm-hmm. which has kind of like a holiday vibe. Um, Kat mentioned about you know holiday stuff happening in game moments and stuff. Usually uh, the 24th, 25th, and 26th in Minecraft, all your chests turn into gift boxes. It's something that happens every day, every time. Um, you can change the clock on your PC and experience that any time of year. Um, if you feel like it, which is kind of cool. Um, and then, of course, the debate of all debates if this is a Christmas title or not. Die Hard, the game. 100%. Christmas movie? Christmas game? 100%. <laughs> I mean, the movie The movie is a Christmas movie. 100%. I don't see why the game wouldn't be a Christmas game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the whole and then, family. <laughs> for the whole family, that's right. Um, and then, you know, The Grinch is like, the I would say, almost as big an icon in Christmas as Santa Claus at this point. I feel yeah. like I see more Grinch memorabilia than I do... Uh, uh, Santa Claus stuff, and uh, lo and behold, this year we got a new release: The Grinch Christmas Adventures. Oh my gosh! I feel like I'm going to have to get this and play it with my sister. Um, I went on Metacritic to figure out <laughs> what it's rated, and it's kind of all over the place. It doesn't have like, oh, apparently you can only get a Metacritic score after four critic reviews. There have been three. Oh. The Xbox Tavern gave it a 75. The Xbox Hub gave it a 50. And Movies, Games, and uh, Tech gave it an 80. Um, so, yeah, I, I am curious. Uh, it's View All Platforms. Let me go on View All Platforms. They're all TBD. Oh, funny. <laughs> it came out on October 13th, 2023. I feel like that's too early. Yeah, what a weird release time. It's also $40 US. Like, spam. Expansive. It is expensive. Yeah. Is it on Game uh, Pass at least? Like, no. what the fuck? Okay, so going down, uh, movies, games, and tech said The Grinch Christmas Adventure is a fantastic and festive platforming experience. Furthermore, it is ideal for kids who love Dr. Seuss. Control either Grinch or Max. Okay, sold. You can control Max. <laughs> sold. Aww. I bought Gibson, a Max horn. <sighs> Oh my god! You mean Bowie? So cute. <laughs> Gibson has has like the oh Gibson, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Oh my god! I get to be Max. Um. So you, as you carry out a devious plan to destroy Christmas for the Who's, um, the seventy five from Xbox Tavern says the Grinch Christmas Adventure is a great holiday game to bring out and play with your kids. I love the fact that you can just have the story read after the fact and having the second player control Max a dog without fear of dying. It's <laughs> great. And then uh, Xbox Hub, who was not hot in it, uh, the Grinch Christmas Adventures isn't up to snuff when it picks up the original Dr. Seuss story and uses it for inspiration. It's capable of the odd surprise, but those moments are exceedingly rare. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, I feel like this is the type of game that you essentially just want to sit and play through 
the 30 minute animated special yeah with some kind of fun gameplay mechanic it doesn't have to be rocket science uh but yeah i'm kind of curious and for pure you know just family fun maybe i'll sit down and play it with my sister on christmas eve (laughs) uh speaking of video games in the holiday season do you ladies have any holiday video game traditions we used to plug in the Super Nintendo. No, not the Super Nintendo. I'm sorry. The NES. Mm. And play Duck Hunt. Oh. With the gun. The crank, crank. But um, the gun does not work without a CRT. So mm. Technology I, has prevented that. Yeah. Yeah. So what I, what I did one year, though, is um, bring the PlayStation 4. I think it was at the time uh, to my brother's place for Christmas so that pe- people could play NHL. Oh, cool. It's like those kind of things, like those kind of like games and spoiler, because my nephew doesn't speak English and doesn't listen to this podcast. He's getting a Nintendo switch um, for the kids, mostly his nephew, my nephew, who's the one that's interested in it. Uh, but yeah, my brother said that they got Mario Kart and stuff like that. So, I'm unfortunately not going to be around because this year I decided to spend Christmas with my in-laws mm. uh, for the first time in like eight years. Uh, but I feel like now that they're going to have a switch as well and I can bring my Joy-Con, we're going to have more fun and maybe maybe I, he'll, I can get or he can get like uh, WarioWares or Mario Party or stuff like that. So once the kids are in bed, we can... <laughs> get some some well-fed and well-drank uh, time with the Switch downstairs. Um, that sounds like good fun. Yeah. It's either that or we play, like, dumb um, board games. Cool. Joelle? Um, so, yeah, I tried to play some games with my uh, niece and nephew uh, for Christmas, and sometimes um, my my brother, we're a family, or at least my brother and I, we, we love large TVs. Like, the the larger the screen, the better. So he has, like, a 90-inch TV. Um, 90? Yeah, it's, like, between, I think it's between 85 and, like, 92 or something. It's Snap. huge. Snap. It's huge. Uh, and it, like, almost takes up his whole, like, basement wall, like, above this entertainment system. And so, um, so we'll go down there and, like, I'll struggle through Fortnite. I'll I'll try. I'll try my best <laughs> uh, to play. And uh, again, we just kind of continue that like time. It it was so funny. A few Christmases um, ago, before the the pandemic, um, my brother got one of those like Nintendo like old school. Uh, they had like a mini right where the, all the games were preloaded on there, and you just like plug mm-hmm. it in to HDMI mm-hmm. and like you can play them. And so my uh, nephew was playing the first uh mario game and it it was so funny because he thought that he could go down all of the holes because it would take him to a new level because in his mind like holes and paths lead you to new places and he was getting incredibly annoyed that he would die like each time he'd have to go down a hole and he was he was a little bit younger so he was he had a hard time grabbing that concept but he he was like this game sucks 
<laughs> because it just was the side scrolling. You know the graphics. They, they didn't update mm-hmm. any of the graphics. It's just as as it how it was, and it mm-hmm. was so funny. It was so funny to watch him play it. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. So still doing that. Still playing the games. Nice. Uh, we. When people come to my house, because usually I live in a fairly tiny condo, um, it's not like we can do any big activities, but uh, we usually do a game night of some sort. And my parents are coming this uh, Christmas, uh, finally to Toronto for the for the festive season. And the evening that they come over here for dinner, uh, I think we're going to order Chinese food. And I may put on a Jackbox party pack oh, game because I feel like because when I we went away to that chalet there um, back in October, I brought the Switch and Mario Party's there, but you can only play four, and there's more of us. So like Jackbox party pack, everybody's got a, a controller mm-hmm. in their phone, right? So we can mm-hmm. all play it together. Mm-hmm. So I thought that might be cool. I just need to figure out the right one, mm-hmm. and I know there are ones for like Xbox and stuff, so that. You know, people can connect to the game. Um, but I think that would be really fun for us all to play that ridiculous Pictionary game or <laughs> some kind of crazy trivia yeah. or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I thought that might be uh, I thought that might be fun to do. But, yeah, there's usually a game night of some sorts tied in. If it's uh, not here in Toronto, home in Newfoundland, my uncle usually has us all for, over for dinner. And we play Scrabble. My dad hates Scrabble. And I'm not very good at Scrabble. So we usually just get drunk. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and I used to bring Cranium, but Dad's not a big fan of that either. Come to think of it, there's not too many board games Dad's super big fond of. <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be picky. Um, but yeah, I think the Jackbox Party Pack would be a, a fun one to play, and I know there's umpteen of them, so that'd be cool too. One game that we play a lot with my team when we do um, like online meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we do in-person stuff, but like often we'll do like, we did, uh, Friday of last week because, uh, one of my colleagues is actually going back home for like the holidays. So he's going to do a two weeks where he's working remotely from whatever. And then doing his holidays and going back. We have a lot of like mm. uh, colleagues that do that. So we did like a, because he's going to miss the party and everything. We did like an afternoon. It's called draw battle. Oh, and mm. it's basically Oh, I don't know the name in English. In French, we, we do like... Uh, Pictionary? I think so. Where um, you're two teams of two. Yeah. You pick a word. Yeah. And then each person draws yeah. the word. Yeah. And you have to guess the word. And the first team to guess gets more point. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's like stuff like the more your team wins, the other team gets to pick the word and they get an advance. But you're drawing the same thing. Okay. And it mm. gets pretty crazy. Um, and then at the end, you see the difference in the in the drawings. And then you do that for about 10 words. And after that, you have the final drawdown, which is at every round, somebody has to draw. And you have to yeah. guess. And we're redrawing the same words. Okay. And it's the oh. first team to go down the list. Oh. oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. What's it called again? Draw Battle. Draw battle. Okay, it's a free thing online or whatever. Um, I think it's funny because one of the best players is not one of the artists. It's huh? the team, the programming team lead. He's all about logic and he looks at the, because up in the corner, 
Yeah. You do have like a bit like a hangman situation where you have the number of letters. Mm. It's mm-hmm. like two words or one word or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also he's always like his drawing is always schematic and we go yeah. like between it's between him and John the UI programmer. Like two <laughs> they're two of the best that gets us like guessing. I think cuz like and because of that I start like I don't even plug in a tablet or whatever I go with my mouse. I'm just like do like Gab and John just yeah, down to the very precise editorial just to get it to guess. Um, and it's hilarious. It's funny because often also we're like a, a very diverse group. So everybody's like sometimes like, fuck, what's like word in English? <laughs> like, I know it in Hindi. I know it in Kurdish. I know it in French, but all three of us forgot it in English. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fun. That's great. I'll have to look into that one, too. Is there a mobile version with it, or is it just PC? I don't know. We usually play online. Yeah. I've played on, on my iPad. I don't know about mobile mobile. Okay. Um, but we usually get on a Teams call. Um, instead of putting on our camera, we put the Teams avatar. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which is like mm-hmm. the little you that you make, like mm-hmm. the Xbox and mm-hmm. Apple and whatnot, and Emoji Me, whatever. Um, and we fuck around, and we have a damn good time. Nice. We play, like, two rounds of that. I think that's a good one for people that okay. are trying to organize stuff online. Yeah. In person, definitely Jackbox. Um, yeah. Or Mario Kart and mm. whatnot. But online, like, Draw Battle, Gartic Phone. Mm-hmm. Jackbox, also, you can play online. Yeah, well, that's usually how I've seen people play is online. And, I mean, technically, it will be online once I set up the room and then everybody has to they're on their phone right yeah so, technically it's online all right folks so that pretty much closes out the show for this week as always check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to the different content we're talking about in this show including that grand theft auto 6 trailer though guaranteed you've already seen it you have already seen it because it's going to be everywhere mm-hmm. thank you Catherine, for always doing that for us um, if you could do us a favor, I'd be much appreciated if you could rate and review this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, why it helps us with discovery, pushes us up in the rankings and the comments help us build our show. So much appreciated for you doing that. Um, this is also the moment where I like to thank everyone for being on the podcast with me this week and giving the chance to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them anywhere and everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? Uh, for photos of the latest snowstorm, C S D S B I N S C S D B I N on uh, X Instagram Blue Sky thread. But y'all know I always shit post in the girls on games Discord. <laughs> Joelle, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Joelle Lauren eighty seven on Twitter at gamer underscore comfy, but always hanging out in the girls on games Discord. Come say hi. And tell us about your favorite Christmas games. Yeah. And if you hear about this, uh, that we usually release on Thursdays, uh, Thursday night I'm going to be hanging out in the uh, in the Discord chat for the Game Awards. So ah, come yes. hang if you want. Yes. If you hear about this before. I don't know when this episode is going to release. It should release on Thursday, but will it release in time for the Game Awards? Don't know when you'll hear it. Uh, I am Leah Jura on most social media platforms, but of course you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter slash X and Facebook. Girls on Games, no thought in there on Instagram and threads. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this conversation and more, but of course if you ever want to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website. Girls on 
fungames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. It's been another lovely week in video games. We've got two episodes left this year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We will be recapping the Game Awards, and then it's our annual Game Night Party episode. And then we get to uh, take a break. And then we get to take a little break. And then we'll come back and review our favorite games of the year and all the moments and stuff that happened in 2023 before we get into the fantasy critic for another year. Wild. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.